Hey y'all, and welcome to the Keeping It Centered podcast. I'm your host, Jaquetta Gilbert. This is a space for women who want help keeping God at the center of their marriage, the role as a mom, and while using their gifts to make a difference in the lives of others. This is for real women with real issues serving a real God who holds us in the palm of his hand. So if you're ready to take off the facade, woman up to your imperfections, and invite our Father in every part of your beautiful mess, girlfriend, you're in the right place. The workplace can be the breeding ground for gossip, confusion, frustration, and backstabbing. So the question is, how can we as Christians shine the light of Christ in the midst of ungodliness? How can we resist being pulled into unwholesome conversations? And how do we resist releasing our frustrations in a less than stellar way? That's what we're talking about this week on the Keeping It Center podcast. As a kid, and if I'm honest, sometimes now, I hated working with a partner or a group. And it wasn't because I didn't like people or, you know, I didn't want to be around others. It wasn't that at all. It was just that I had had enough experience with partners and groups to where I realized everyone's work ethic wasn't the same. I took a personality test for a work-related event a few weeks ago, and it was called the DISC test. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but you essentially go through these series of questions, and I scored really high in the conscientious area, and uh, which makes complete sense because I am a very detailed person. I thrive on accuracy and um hard work, (laughs) a go-getter. And so I've often had issues working with people who don't pull their weight. And that happens sometimes in the workplace. It also happens sometimes in schools. And so it reminded me of a time when I was in grad school and another teammate and I decided to pull the weight of someone else who wasn't doing what we felt was their job. We were corresponding by email, making these preparations on how we could fill in the gap because we both wanted to score really well in this assignment. And so as we were corresponding by email, I accidentally sent my response to all the teammates involved, including the person who wasn't pulling their weight. Yay me. (laughs) My email, I thought was carefully crafted enough. I didn't go off. I didn't say all the things I had really been thinking at the time. But I said enough to where this person obviously knew we all had issues with their work ethic. Now, this is before the time when I knew how to uh, configure those delayed emails where you can press the undo message button really fast, you know, like within five seconds of sending it. <laughs> but I'd like to think that 
I wasn't able to do that because God had a lesson in this situation for me. It was a lesson that would carry me into my current experiences as well in the workplace when I find myself in similar situations. And when this person received that email, their response was simply, why didn't you just tell me I wasn't doing enough? Ouch, right? That really got to me and I had to think about it. Why didn't we just go to her? Why were we venting our frustration so much and never thought to actually go to the source? And there's nothing wrong with venting. We all need to vent so that we are able to uh, better process things. I understand that, but there's a difference in venting and gossiping. And so I thought about this situation a bit and realized, you know, I hate conflict. I hate addressing conflict head on. I like things to be nice and flowery. (laughs) And furthermore, I felt as if this person knew they were not contributing enough, at least to me, because again, I'm going off of my work ethic, right? And so, of course, I felt as if I was thinking about it the right way. And then I had to do some more reflecting and realize that, hey, my way isn't necessarily God's way. And as a Christian, regardless of whether or not my teammates are Christians, I I'm a Christian. It is my duty, my responsibility to represent Christ well in this work kind of setting. In fact, Matthew 18 and 15 gives us a model of how we are to respond when things like this happens. And essentially, it, it I know some of our Bible scholars will say, well, this is specifically an example for those in the church. And yes, I do understand that. However, I feel as if there are principles that we can still gather from it. Because again, the people we interact with may not be Christians, but we are still responsible for behaving in a Christ-like manner. And so in Matthew 18 and 15, it pretty much tells us that when we have an issue with someone, we need to take it straight to the source, take it straight to the person. You know, there's, again, like I said, there's that fine line of venting, getting things off your chest. But at the end of the day, if we want change to happen, if we expect change, if we don't want to come to work every day complaining about the same things over and over, we've got to take our issues straight to the source. And in Ephesians 4, 17 through 26, we're also told that we've got to put off that old nature, right? That old nature wants to just do things that are not of God. (laughs) Um, You know, we, we don't want to necessarily hit those issues head on, but God is telling us that we need to be imitators of Christ. We need to speak truth. We need to put away falsehood. Um, You know, the Bible tells us in, in Ephesians 4 that we need to let each one of us speak the truth with our neighbor and that we can be angry, but not to sin not to let that sun go down on our anger and give no opportunity to the devil. And so when I look at a situation like this that I experienced, it just makes me think about what could have happened differently. And so 
it was okay to be angry at this person for not pulling what I thought was their weight. However, I still needed to go and speak to this person in truth, even if I was afraid, even if I didn't like to address issues head on and rock the boat and create more and bigger issues. And um, I still needed to be the bigger person and respond not in a way that was comfortable to me, but to respond in a way that God expected me to. And so that's something that I try to keep with me now in the workplace. Am I 100% great in this area? No, most certainly not. But it is something that I am striving towards and I pray that we all are. Because again, when we let that anger fester, when we let that venting turn to gossiping, that's not being a good representative of God. And we're giving an opportunity to the devil to allow our witness to be tainted, to allow other issues to um, be created. And um, that's just not what God would want us to do. And furthermore, down in verse 29 of that same chapter of Ephesians, you know, God even tells us not to allow any corrupting talk to come out of our mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. Now I'm going to keep it real. Um, apart from this situation, I have definitely had my share of work experiences where it has been quite difficult um, to respond in ways that are always edifying one another, um, edifying the people that I'm in contact with. But again, it doesn't matter how difficult it is. That's what God wants us to do. And he wouldn't tell us to do something if it was impossible, right? So it may be something that we're having to work on a bit and that's okay. But again, we should be striving towards living out Christ-like um, behavior intentionally, right? Um, and I'd, I'd like to further say that even though we aren't supposed to let that corrupting talk come out of our mouths, I also had to think about this in terms of the text messages I send or the emails that I send. Um, you know, maybe your job is set up where you have group chats, any of those kind of things, even though it's not physically coming out of your mouth, you know, it's, it's coming out of us, right? And so this situation has just caused me to really reevaluate my relationship with my coworkers and how I'm responding, whether by mouth or in words through some type of electronic communication. Um, and so it, it also reminds me of Colossians 4 and 6, where God is reminding us to let our speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that we may know how to answer one another. Again, we do have those situations where it may seem more difficult than others. However, if we're not allowing that anger to fester, if we are keeping our emotions in check, because we can't allow our emotions to control us, right? You know, we have emotions and, and that's fine. That's what God gave us. But it's still our responsibility to be careful with how we respond um, and allow those emotions to overtake us. And so... That's something I wish that I had done better in this particular situation with this teammate. And so as I reflect on this experience, my heart just grieves because even though I did apologize to this person, you know, I felt like, man, I just, I let God down. I wasn't really representing him well. My words, my actions didn't reflect that. 
I just dropped the ball. Um, and since then, I know I've dropped the ball more times in the workplace as well. And so I want us to take from this that this isn't a time for us to beat ourselves up and to just think badly of ourselves. We can recognize where we need to grow, where we need to approve, improve. You know, maybe we do need to apologize to someone. Maybe we do need to go back to someone and and be truthful with them or have that heart-to-heart talk because they may not know how we feel about the situation at hand or the expectations that we may have of them in this particular situation. So it's always best to find the time to go to this person and, and talk with them in a way that is pleasing to God. I know this week's topic was a bit difficult for some and so we want to go ahead and close out in prayer. God, please forgive us for not representing you well in the workplace and in our relationships with others. If we're honest, we haven't always been gracious in our speech. Sometimes we even allowed our anger to boil over for far too long. And so God, we're asking that you would help us to repair any broken relationships that we have at work. Teach us to speak the truth in love and to represent you well. Help us to know when is the appropriate time to speak to others. And I pray, Lord, that you will be in the midst of it all. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for listening to this week's podcast. Be sure to leave a review to help spread the word and check out the show notes over at keepingitcenter.com. This week, I'll be sending out some scripture cards with work-related verses, some of them we talked about today, um, but just to help us to represent God in the workplace, it'll be a reminder for us. And like I said, those will be going out this week. So if you're not already signed up for the center notes and you want to make sure that you're able to grab those scripture cards, be sure that you sign up for the centered notes at keepingitcenter.com. Remember, the Center Notes is a mini devotional that helps you to live a Christ-centered life as a wife, a mom, and a difference maker in your respective industry. You can also check us out on Instagram at Keeping It Centered. Pray that you have a blessed week.